Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at it, Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. A little Chardet to get us started. Uh, my favorite Chardet song of all time, Paradise. Love the beat and the rhythm of this song. Oh, I was listening uh, this weekend. They had, um, they um, switched the Soul Channel this weekend, and they made it the Tina Turner Channel. Oh, and played Tina all day yeah, or whatever. Yeah, okay, nice, yeah, yeah. nice. So I was listening to Listen to them playing Tina yeah, Turner. Yeah, she got a lot of a lot of tributes from from oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, from everywhere. So I was listening to the uh, Tina Turner channel uh, over the weekend. So um, in honor of Miss Tina, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Don't forget we got Rankum coming up at ten forty here this evening. So get your listen. Um, doesn't feel like Tuesday. Does it? Doesn't really feel like No. Anything. In fact, you threw me. I got thrown off because uh, when I looked at the rundown and saw Rankum, I was like, oh, it is Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, that, that, that would be the, the last thing I would do would be to throw you off and <laughs> confuse you or anything like that. So, um, yeah, because you were working stiff uh, yesterday. Yeah. Did you work yeah. on Sunday? Yeah, I worked on Sunday on V. And then I worked. Oh, okay. I worked. Uh, what do you do on V? Uh, I, I have a show on Sundays from 4 to 8. Okay. So, it's you know, just talk breaks, a couple talk breaks hour. You know, music is much different, so especially on weekends and, you know, non um you know, non major day parts. So, we do two talk breaks an hour and those talk breaks last every bit of 30 to 40 seconds. So, what what is a typical talk break consist of? Uh, you know, for me with being Sundays, I try to keep it, you know, tight to the liners that Reggie might have, you know, um and then, uh, you know, it depends on how many liners. If there's not a lot of liners, you know, and I'm needing filler stuff, it'll be something quick, you know, mm-hmm. something that makes sense entertainment-wise that, you know, I know would make sense to the to talk about for the V audience, you know. But, I again, keep it tight, you know, um, you know, real quick, in and out, some shout-outs. So people the opposite of everything we do here. I, complete opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Sports Raiding after the game is celebrating uh, Father's Day. Uh, with you, go to 929thegame.com slash contest. Register for a chance for you and a guest to join your favorite 929 The Game host for a special Father's Day dinner, June 13th at Buckhead Butcher Shop. Tell us why you want to join us in celebrating Father's Day this year. Uh, entries close Friday, June 2nd. The winners will be announced the week of June 5th. June um, 18th, I think, is Father's Day. Yeah, the 18th is Father's Day, yeah. yeah. So a little bit, uh, I guess maybe later, but seems like it's later um, this year. But um, anyway, um, so you you do your own little gig mm-hmm. on Sundays. Yeah, you said from four to eight. From four to eight, yeah. Okay, all right. Supposed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four to eight. Um, 
And then uh, you worked with Go Forth yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Okay. And then Saturday, uh, I did my high school yeah, show. Yeah, your high school prep show. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Saturday night after United. So. So why? Let me ask you. Why do you still do music? Uh, I, I love it. Um, in all honesty, too. Like I'm, you know, you know, our our uh, situation wasn't very. It's not very easy to just pull me off and replace me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know. Helping out, you know, I'm a team player, so helping out until they can, you know. Yeah, I'm not a team player. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If it ain't good for Chuck Reed, it ain't, ain't good for nobody. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's the last thing I am uh, right now, last, uh, last thing that I am right now. But anyway, all right, um, just was curious, just was curious. Uh, let's get to a college football roundup. <laughs> It's time for the College Football Roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So it is the SEC spring meetings. Um, they always have a hard time down in Destin, Florida, right? Um, what They stay at that Hilton. I think so, Stan yeah. De I think they still at that Hilton and stay in Destin. Uh, that's, the, that's the big place uh, down there. So, yeah, always a tough time to be um, down on the Gulf of Mexico uh, during, you know, late um, – Late spring, early summertime. Um, you know, some news being made. Um, Nick Saban uh, talking about, y'all think I'm crazy for saying all this stuff. Um, talking about, um, you know, players are, players are, or I should say, Alabama's Nick Saban has no problem with athletes being paid as employees. Make it like the NFL. He says it's a better model than what they've got now. Um, <laughs> uh, Eli Drinkwitz talking about why are we playing around? Why are we acting like that's not what this is? Um, is this what we want football to be, said Nick Staben. I mean, look, do I think that they're going a little bit far with some of this stuff? The coaches, you know, they, they get all panicked and nervous, stuff like that. Look. This is now an opportunity for players to cash in at a level that they've never had before. And it's it's an opportunity for a lot of these kids that won't go on to play professional football, won't get into the NFL. Probably their football career will end here at this point of their life, you know, at the collegiate level. Why not make as much money as you possibly can? I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's car dealerships. I don't care if it's restaurant endorsements. Why not make as much money as you possibly can while you're in school? Uh, that's the name of the game. It's the name of the game is making money. And, again, a lot of these kids think they're going to be athletes and all this, that, and the other, but they're really not. They're really not going to go on to be athletes. So I think some of these coaches, they get a little bit ahead of themselves. You know, oh, you know. Um, you know, it, it's a whole different world and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. I mean, because now the kids are benefiting. For the first time in their life, the kids are now benefiting for it. Um, everything they do in the NFL is to create what? Parity, Saban said. If they can have everybody, if they can have everybody going into the 17th week of an 8-8 eight eight season, that would be a dream for the NFL. You think there is disparity right now in college football? There's going to be more in the future. Well, again, obviously with the 12-team playoff 
coming along. Um, you'll have certainly more chances at more upsets and things like that. Um, you think parity is here? I think the way Southern Cal, Texas, Texas A&M are spending money, it hasn't hit yet. What are you willing to spend? Um, he says, I don't think it's going to be a level playing field because some of the people were showing a willingness to spend more than others, whereas if you want to bring the NFL into it, they have a salary cap. They have all the things that level the playing field. We can put guidelines on this stuff and would do the same thing. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. It's it's disparate now in, the, in college football. What makes you think that under the old system that they had that it was on equal footing? You think Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State were operating at the same level as Cal State Fullerton or UNLV or Southwest Missouri State? I mean, they, they weren't operating at that level. There's always been haves and have-nots, especially with the conferences you play in, especially with the TV money you bring in. There's always been have and have-nots. Ohio State isn't the same as Ohio University. It's the Ohio State University. It's the uh, Ohio University. I mean, they're they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing in what they represent to the state of Ohio. So it's always been like that. It's always been been disparity, I mean, with with all of it. So uh, Greg Sankey hopes to have a resolution on the SEC football schedule here soon. He he said, I would prefer – not to continue the circle uh, to circle the airport with the airplane. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of ideas about whether or not they should have an eight-game schedule, they should have a nine-game schedule. Look, at this point, just make it nine games and be done with it. That's where, ev- that's where everybody's headed. Everybody's headed to a nine-game conference schedule, and the SEC doesn't need to be radically different or anything like that. Um, the outcome will be voted... Uh, uh, by a simple majority, um, the league at the forefront of college athletics still, or sorry, does not stand still. Okay. Uh, those are cute bumper stickers and things like that. But, again, um, they're going to go to a nine-game schedule. Just go to the nine-game conference schedule. Sankey said, uh, quote, I think it's important. Uh, I think it's an important element for us as we think about the future. 2024 is an enormous year with the move away from CBS, expansion of 16 teams, the college football playoff, adding 12 teams, not to mention all that happens around us. So I think it's an important relationship-building opportunity, an important uh, thing. And he says adding the school, uh, or sorry, adding to the scheduling uh, additions, you know, Texas and Oklahoma, they're coming into the league in July of 2024. Um, Again, it's just go to the nine-game schedule. You've got two teams that are coming in, to the conference now. Just go to the nine-game schedule and be done with it. Anyway, uh, Josh uh, Brooks, Georgia AD, gets a contract extension. He also said that he was looking to get two practice uh, facilities. Um, uh, let me see here. What, what did he say about the this? Oh, he wants to uh, – sorry, this is from uh, – yeah, from Josh Brooks. Um, he wants to build. Uh, he wants to find efficient ways to practice, and there's a lot of truth to the issues we've had with our current practice fields. There's a lot of strain on our turf facilities to keep that field in great shape when the half uh, when half the day it is getting shade. So there has been a challenge for us for our football program. It is better to practice on grass fields and artificial turf. 
So we have to be able to have two side-by-side grass fields is huge. It will make for a much more efficient practice. So basically the board approved a fiscal budget of 2024 of $175.2 million, uh, an 8% increase from the 162.2 that they signed last year. They said the school received approval to move forward with its preliminary plans for a new tr- uh, new f- uh, track and field facility that will be built across the street from the complex, hosting soccer and other softball teams. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, Georgia's flush with cash right now, right? Georgia's got all kinds of uh, cash. And by the way, Kevin Pillar with a solo home run. Georgia's flush with cash. Why not give Kirby Smart everything he needs? Most successful run in the history of the program. Give him everything he needs. Don't don't chinch. Don't don't be cheap. Give him everything that he needs to be the biggest program in the country. So anyway, all right. When uh, we come back, um, maybe after what the Miami Heat did, that there's some hope for the Atlanta Hawks. We'll talk about that next. Chuck in the Key Studios, Sports Radio 92 on the Game, the Odyssey.com app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery show. I just came across this story. Uh-oh. Al Pacino, his girlfriend is eight months pregnant. She's 29 years old. They've been together since April of 22, 2022. He's 82 years old. And his girlfriend is a month away from giving birth. <laughs> now, remember we just talked about... about didn't we just talk about, talk about uh, his Robert buddy? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 79 years old. He just had a baby with Tiffany Chen. Um, <laughs> Al would be 100 if the child turns 18. His girlfriend has previously been in relationships with Mick Jagger and billionaire Nicholas Bergeron, or... 
No. Bergeren. B-E-R-G-G-R-U-E-N. And she's only 20-something? 29. So she's been with Mick Jagger, and now she's been with um, Al Pacino. What do you think that is? Uh, She definitely was looking for that life insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Can you say gold digger? Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. When 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 you're 29 and you've dated Mick Jagger and Al Pacino, <laughs> right. and and by the way, this picture that they show of Al Pacino from February of this year, the Unabomber looks better than him. <laughs> okay, the Unabomber looks more sane and rational than Al Pacino. That is crazy. Can I? Uh, I mean, he, he clearly knew, though. How? How would I? I guess it never goes away, right? I mean, it, it the desire, I guess, never goes away. Or even if it does, that's why they have the medical things that you can purchase to quickly get the desire there, even if it does go away. I just. And again, these guys have <laughs> these these guys have more money than the federal yeah, government. I mean, I mean it, you know, they've got more money than the federal government. I mean, they just they can load up, and you know, it is what it is. But I I just eighty two years like that's yeah, that's crazy. Like you eighty two, like I can't I I don't know if how mobile they they are. I'm assuming they're in decent health, but. Like, dude, you're not. Uh... Well, like, how how was that? I'll say it like this: How was that fair to the kid? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because you're like, not. How is it fair? Like, if it's a boy, for example, right? Ain't gonna be too much of you teaching them how to ride bikes, right. And you know, playing right. ball in the backyard, right. all and the how, things. And I mean, when you're five and your dad is ninety, 91, 90 you know, 91, I mean, yeah. how how much of a connection can you have with your father at that point? I mean, we're talking about celebrating Father's Day and all this kind of stuff, right? And Buckhead Butcher Shop having dinner and all this kind of stuff. How much of a relationship can you have when, you know, there's an 80-year difference between father and son? Not only how much can you have, how long will you right. have? Right. I mean, there ha- doesn't there, at some point, doesn't there have to be more than just I'm your financial provider, like, doesn't there have to be more than that? Yeah, you would think. I just, I, I look at some of these things and I just shake my head. I mean, and again, God bless. I mean, but, you know, 80, 82 years old and you're about to have another kid. And I I, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just, I, I look at that and say, okay, how was that good for the kid's life? I mean, other than the other than the, they'll have a whole bunch of money, right? But again, you're you're gonna grow up basically with without a male figure in your life, and okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just man, I'm and when you're tired and you know you see these kinds of things coming across, you just shake your head at all this kind of stuff. But anyway, um, you know, look. Maybe the Hawks can be like the Miami Heat, and and I don't mean from the type of team that that they you know are building or what have you, but um, 
certainly that you, you think that they could learn something from the Miami Heat, who had a really disappointing regular season. Remember, a couple of years ago, they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and they found themselves as the number eight seed. And the reason that they were the number eight seed is because the Atlanta Hawks beat them in the play-in tournament, and because the Hawks won, that elevated the Hawks up to the number seven seed, and Miami had to win one more game and find themselves in the eighth seed. So it's crazy to think when, when you look at where the Miami Heat are now. But if the Hawks, or sorry, if the Miami Heat can figure out how to be an eight seed and they can figure out a way to get to the NBA finals, why not the why not the Hawks? Why not the Hawks in that? Now, again, they're built different ways. Jimmy Butler is a special player. And not just because, you know, again, he's filling up the stat sheet or all these kinds of things and he's averaging 40 points a night. He's a leader and he's a winner and he wills his team to win. Even when there's not something there, he wills his team to win. And, and that's a rare trait in, in sports. It's rare to find those kinds of guys. And the other part of it, too, is they have arguably one of the, I don't know, two or three best coaches in the NBA. And I've never been a big Spolster fan, but I, I give the guy his props. I mean, I, I, I've said that early on in his career, I think he really rode the coattails of a Pat Riley and having three you know, generational talents on his team. And it led them to two titles, right? And they probably should have won more titles than that. But what he's done now, whether it's been the pandemic, remember, they were the team that was the runner-up in the pandemic in the bubble, right? I mean, all the things that he has done for the Miami Heat in propelling that franchise forward, he's had a lot to do with it. And... So while they're not built similar, there has to be some lessons that the Hawks can learn from something like this, right? There has to be some things that the Hawks can figure out a way to emulate. I mean, Miami did not have a good regular season, eight seed, disappointment all the way around, but then all of a sudden they turn it on in the playoffs. All of a sudden they find a way to turn it on in the in the NBA playoff for it. And why can't the Hawks do some of that? Why can't the Hawks be that kind of team? So it should give Hawks fans hope that, okay, Miami had a disappointing regular season. They weren't where they thought they were going to be. They took a big step backward. And yet here they are now in the NBA finals. That should be some hope for some Hawks fans that things can turn around and be in your favor. And we know that this is going to be a very fascinating offseason. And there's lots of questions. I mean, right now, we got way more questions than we have answers to. Are they going to be a luxury tax team? What's the roster going to look like? And on and on and on and on. But it should give the Hawks fans hope and, and hope for this organization that moving forward, even if things don't go well in the regular season, that – this could be a stepping stone. And we saw that a couple few years ago when we made the Eastern Conference Finals run. Now, a little bit different scenario 
we had exactly the we had the the fourth best record in the Eastern Conference. We had the fourth best record along with the New York Knicks, but because of the head to head and the Knicks, I think won won all three games versus the Hawks that year. They were the number four seed, and we were the number five seed. But with all this Fakakta playing and all this good kind of stuff, I mean, we can't seem to get out of our own way, and yet here's Miami, who lost to us. Of all people, they lost to us and ended up as the eighth seed because of a victory over who they beat in the uh who they beat in the uh second game of the play in. The Wizards? Was it the Wizards or it, it was, the, was it the, the Charlotte was the first game, right? You talking about for for the Atlanta that No, no, no. No. The oh, Miami Miami, Heat. Miami. Yeah. Miami Miami played the winner. Miami had to play the winner of Charlotte and was it Toronto? No, 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 no. No, they had to play the winner of the Bulls and yeah, Raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being the Bulls. Yes. No. Was it the Bulls? Was it the Bulls? Did the Bulls get out of that or was it Toronto that got out of that? I can't remember. That that's how meaningless the playing tournament is in all this. But Miami found a way to win. Yeah, it was Chicago. It was the Bulls. So they found a way to beat Chicago, and that got them in the eighth seed. And the Hawks, meanwhile, took on the Celtics. Um, but when you look at it, Miami not only found a way to get in the NBA final, but they beat the top two seeds in the East. They took out Milwaukee and Boston. That's a lot to overcome. So it should give hope that, okay, we can do some of these things. We have a high-caliber coach. We have a coach that's making lots of money and is considered one of the best coaches in the entire league. We've got our star player, Jimmy, they, Jimmy Butler's got Jimmy Butler's down in Miami. We've got our star player. Now, again, I will say that different kinds of star players, because there's nobody that's a better leader than what Jimmy Butler is. I mean, he's the man with all this. So it should give at least some hope to the idea that if the regular season doesn't go well, and I anticipate the regular season being much better because. Again, at some point, they have to have that emphasis on the regular season to where you're not stuck playing in all these Fakakta playing games. But if they can find a way to get a good regular season record and take off some of that burden off their shoulders, life would be so much easier. But if not, a team like Miami, they figured out a way to get it done. You know, when when we were talking about this with Jalen Brown last week, hey, Figure out a way to get it done. Figure out a way to play him. Figure out a way to use him. Figure it out. That's what he's paid as a top-tier head coach for, is to figure these kinds of things out. So while not built the same way, and they certainly profile differently, and Miami's a good defensive team and well-coached and all that, and we're kind of what we are at that point, Um. You know, but it still should give you some hope that that things can turn around quickly. And even with Miami having a disappointing regular season, Hawks can find a way to to get it done. Hawks can find a way if they if they don't have a great regular season, find a way to get it done in the playoffs. And all that lack of um, uh, what I want to say, the lack of um, uh, success in the regular season, will go away quickly if you make another big finals run. Make a run to the NBA Finals for it. All right, rank them. Coming up next, Chuck in the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, not to the game, Odyssey.com now.
Learn a little bit more about the guys. Sometimes I would give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it, and we call this segment Rank Them. I was, uh, I was wondering if you're going to the different music or not. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure uh, I was ready with my rankums and everything before oh, okay. I made the transition. So gotcha. I, I was ready. Gotcha. So, um, we, you know, we kind of got started on, uh, you know, or not started, but we've been talking about Miami and Jimmy Butler. Yes. And one of the things I kind of thought about, as a lot of people over the last few days have talked about Jimmy Butler, I feel like a lot of people kind of have him. He would be on a list of underrated players. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I kind of Googled in a list of top 50. And of these top 50, rank these four. Clyde Drexler. By underrated? Yes. Okay. Clyde Drexler, uh, Jimmy Butler, Kevin McHale, or George Gervin. Oh, Kevin McHale. Okay. I mean, Charles Barkley said he was the toughest guy he ever had to defend. I mean, mm-hmm. his low post moves are legendary. Right. Um, Kevin McHale was he was sixth man of the year. Then right. he became a starter, mm-hmm. all star, um, one of the great underrated players of all time. Yep. And again, guys, he was unguardable at times. Right. I mean, with his low post moves that he had, he was almost unguardable. I'll give him number one. Okay. You said uh, Clyde but- Drexler, Jimmy Butler, and George Gervin. I'll 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 go Jimmy Butler on that list because okay. um, he's a real winner. Yeah. And I, I'm not knocking George Gervin, you know, or anybody like that. But, you know, Gervin put a lot of stats up and they didn't win anything, right? Right. I mean, him and Artis Gilmore and guys like that, I mean, they, they didn't win anything. I'll take Butler number two. I'll take I'll take Drexler three. Okay. And Gervin number four. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, additionally, signals, you know, summertime for yeah, us. especially here start in, of summer. Yeah, especially for us in Georgia. Oddly, not as hot as as it normally has been in years past, but still, when it starts to warm up like this, what are what rank these sundresses? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, that's one of my slogans. On Sundays is sundresses and flats. Okay. Uh, I tell the fellas it's that time of year. Oh yeah, sundress <laughs> season. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Uh, would you prefer tanning at the beach, a dip in the pool, riding a boat at the lake? Or rafting on the river. Oh, I mean, without a doubt, all day long at the beach. I mean, just tanning at the beach all day long. Okay. Um, I'll go. I'll go on the lake as my second choice. Okay. Um, tanning. Uh, or sorry. Um, what was the other two? Pool or rafting on the river? Uh, dip in the pool. Just too much work. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the pool yesterday and it was like cloudy and yeah. That's overcast. what I'm saying. For a Memorial I mean, Day weekend, it was rather cool yeah. compared to you know. Yeah, it's normally. Been very, I mean, you know, I'm 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 in the sod business and um, you know, the nighttime temperatures have been really screwy. They were in the 40s through the, a lot of month yeah. of April and it was just really weird. Grasses have not had a very diff, uh, for a very easy time out of dormancy. So. Yeah. All right, I know how you are for uh, girl bands and pop bands yes. and things of that nature, but I mixed it up just a little bit. All okay. right, so rank these, ladies. The Bangles. Okay. The Go-Go's. TLC. Spice Girls. Uh, Go-Go's all the way. Go-Go's okay. number one. I, I love the Go-Go's. That was Belinda Carlisle, right? Yes, Belinda okay. Carlisle. Um, that's a that's a really fun documentary. Um, I think it's on Showtime, but that's a really fun documentary, the the career of the go and and they they 
it's modern day, mm-hmm. so it's like two. Okay. Um, and they interview them all, so they've got they've got all of them that are that are. They interview their managers and all that. It's a it's a fun documentary, um, because they were wild, okay. like really wild. <laughs> um, so let's see. I'll do tier two. All right. Um, who's the other? The Bengals and who's Bengals the other one? and Spice Girls. Oh, Spice Girls number three. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, and I was listening to some Spice Girls over the weekend. The that song "Wanna Be," mm-hmm. which was their big number one hit. Um, if you wanna be my lover, mm-hmm. okay, that's probably their least. That's probably their least. Right. Like they have some other songs. I'm giving you my everything mm-hmm. to become one. Mm-hmm. Like they have some really good songs. Right. But that song that wanna be was the big big hit. Right. 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 But they have so many songs that are so much better. Than that song that went to number one, like that two become one is fantastic. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great song. Um, so uh, I was listening to some Spice Girls over the weekend when I was. Uh, it was <laughs> one of the countdown shows or whatever like that that they they play. Oh, oh, what was it? Uh, Downtown Julie Brown back oh, in the day. Back in replay. the day, yeah, 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 yeah on MTV. Yes. Yeah. So back in the day replay. So she does the '90s countdown on Sirius XM, and uh, the, the, I heard the Spice Girls song. That was there, and it was like, oh, that's a really good song. Wow. And it wasn't the wannabe um, right. song. So, uh, let's see here from the, the real Matt Ryan, uh, Kawhi's uh, Kawhi PG Clippers, the Big Three Nets only played 16 games together, the uh, CP3 Suns, Tatum Brown and the Celtics. I like the, I still like the Nets uh, team because they were so dysfunctional. I'll take them <laughs> one. Uh, I'll take Tatum Brown uh, in the Celtics, too. Um, the uh, CP3 Suns, three, and Cowie and Paul George Clippers, uh, number four. <laughs> From uh, our buddy Marco, uh, rank these Cleveland sports stars. Jim Brown, Bernie Kosar, LeBron James, Kenny Lofton. Ooh. Nobody. And I right, mean, right, and, right. I'm, and I'm telling you this, ain't, and I, I know how big LeBron is. Ain't nobody going to replace Jim Brown. Nobody. Nobody's going to replace Jim Brown. He's number one all time in that city. Yeah. Um, he's my dad's favorite athlete. He's a lot of people's favorite athletes of all time. Nobody's going to replace Jim Brown. So I'll go Jim Brown one, LeBron two, Bernie Kosar three. A lot of people did not like Kenny Lofton. I love Kenny Lofton, but a lot of people did not like Kenny Lofton. Does Jim Brown have a statue yet in Cleveland? Um, I don't know if he does or not. That's a good question. But I don't if know if he doesn't, I'm sure he'll get one now. Oh, yeah, yeah, he will now, yeah. Uh, from our buddy Alvy Cohen, um, rank these uh, American gladiators: um, Malibu, Gemini, uh, Laser, and Nitro. And I saw that they had the um, yeah, the thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was on. Um, I'll go because I don't even know these people. I'll go Nitro one because I enjoyed Nitro back in the old days. Malibu two. I've been to Malibu. Um, what a what a gorgeous place Malibu um, is. Um, Laser three, and I don't like Gemini's. So the, the <laughs> was it the the twin personalities? Yeah, uh, or... sir, I'm, I'm a Gemini, sir. My birthday is tomorrow. Are you? Yes. Oh, happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Thank Are you. Are you working tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'm yeah. off. So. <laughs> uh, let's see here. From from our buddy um, Rusty on the text line, rank these characters in living color. Fire Marshal Bill, Jamie Foxx's Wanda, the head detective, and homie the clown, Fire Marshal Bill was always my yeah. favorite. Always yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill one, homie the clown two. Um, 
I'll go the head detective three and Jamie Foxx's Wanda number four. Okay. For my buddy James, uh, rank these WCW pay-per-views. Starcade, Bash of the Beach, Halloween Havoc, Great American Bash. Now, in Eric Bischoff's mind, he always considered Halloween Havoc to be their biggest pay-per-view. Yeah. I'll go with Halloween Havoc number one as well. I'll go... I'll go Bash at the Beach because that's where Hogan turned heel. I'll go Starcade 3 and then the Great American Bash 4. I like that. All right, uh, we got time real quick. Let's see if we can get if we can get too cool. These young ladies, I had to do some digging, so get ready for some interesting right. names. Digging, you ready? Digging deep, yep. Yep. All right, here we go. First one, uh, I guess it's Maria. I'm not even going to attempt the second name, but it's M-A-R-I-A. G-J-I-E-L-I. Oh, okay. Um, see if we got some images for her. Okay. Got her. All right. This next one is, I guess it's Yaini Leon Official. So Y N, I mean Y I N. Y I M? N, as in Nancy. Yeah. Y I N Y L E O N Official. O F F I C I A L. All right. And uh, Yin Leon official. Yeah. Let's see. All right. We got, got her. her. All right. This next one, her name just made me laugh. <laughs> Becky Crocker TV, but it's <laughs> B E C K Y C R O C K E R dot TV. Becky Crocker TV. Oh, that's uh, that's not secure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me see. <laughs> At B E C K Y Crocker dot TV. Um, yeah, it won't. Uh, that one's not secure. <laughs> All right, we have a backup. Let's yep. go to uh, Redhead Sweetheart. So it's R E D. Everything's uh-huh. traditional spelling, and Red then after heart is underscore. Sweetheart, and then what do you say? Uh, underscore. Underscore. Uh, redhead sweetheart. Well, I'm gonna put her fourth because I'm not a big redhead guy. Oh, okay. Um, so she's cute. She's a very yeah. cute girl. Um, so we'll put her at three because the the other the Betty uh, Crocker not, TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going with the the first girl. Uh, this Maria um, Maria Gigelli or whatever. Yeah, I'm not even sure Definitely number one. Um, I'll actually I'll take redhead. I'll take redhead sweetheart number two. And lay whoever, what is this? Yinny Leon official. Yeah. Yeah, number three. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got time for one All right, more. All right, quickly. All yep. right, here we go. Uh, Jade, Jaden XOXO. So J A D E. Uh huh. J A Y D. Okay, J A J A Y D. Okay. E N X O X O. Right. Got her. All right, got her. All right, cool. Yep. Vicky, V I C K Y, mm-hmm. X, like, L I K E, X, and then whoa, W O A H H H. W O A H W O A H. Four H's. Okay. Um, four H's. Uh, let me see. Um, it won't, oh 
I won't man. put that one up. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's go to the next one. Okay. Cape, C-A-P-E mm-hmm. underscore mm-hmm. Verdian, V-E-R-D-E-A-N. V-E-R-D-E-A-N. Uh-huh. Okay. Underscore. Uh-huh. Queen. Uh-huh. And 25. The number 25. 25. And let me see something here. Spelled this first part wrong. And... Uh, Shaka Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right, and the last one, uh, sorry for the spelling on the last part, is but officially, so O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-L-Y. Mm-hmm. And then B-L-A-H. Mm-hmm, B-L-A-H. G-G, G-I-G-I. Oh, G-I, G-I, okay. Affli- officially blah, G-G. Uh, Blagigi Torres. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I will. I will go Jade Jaden. Okay. Uh, that'll be number one. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Um, the what is it? The Cape, the Cape Verdean Cape Ver- Queen. Yeah, Cape Verdean twenty-five, okay. and then. Officially, blah, 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 you know, number uh, three. Because we couldn't pull up the uh, other one. So there you go. That's a ranking for a Tuesday night. Back at it with the Love TKO. Wrapping things up. Chuck me in the key studios. Sports rating after the game. Aussie.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.